0: You know, this time of the year, Mark Drumheller, means two things to me and my wallet. It means spring training is coming, and March madness is afoot. And we had a little bit of a taste of it last night. You know, good weekend, and we got a big top 25 slate tonight so let's break down a little college hoops with our buddy vaughn Dalzell. he's a sports betting analyst for nbc sports you can hit him up on x at v money sports vaughn what's up man how are you getting closer to march madness my brother yeah i'm doing
1: well we had a good slate last night the last few days have been a lot of fun college basketball and uh yeah i mean i've had some conversations particularly about big 10 schools that where do some of these teams lie uh, when they when we turn terms of resume? And I feel like tonight is a big night for a couple teams all across the country. So excited to talk some games with Jens.
0: Yeah, well, well, let well let's let's hit into that Big Ten. You know, Wisconsin uh, is is on the floor tonight. They have slipped out of the twenty five uh, top twenty five. They're hosting Maryland. What's what are, what are you looking at at the Big Ten tonight? Yeah, I was pretty shocked, to be honest, when they got
1: the uh, the four seed and the uh, the opening selection committee. But when you look at right. resume, they do have a great resume. Like, there's no debating that. A 16-4 and four start was exactly what we thought Wisconsin was capable of, but they are playing the worst basketball of the season right now. One and five in their last six games. I mean, they've been a straight fade. But luckily, in a must-win situation at home tonight, they get Maryland, who on the road has been one of the worst teams in the country when it comes to shooting the three. 29%, they turn the ball over almost 19% of the time. Those are both bottom three marks in conference play. And they've been a totally different team scoring, but I like to target first half team totals for teams on the road in conference play, especially big games like tonight. So I'm, I'm going to Maryland team total under 28 and a half. They scored 29, 24 and 25 in their last three trips to wet Madison. The defense hasn't been the problem for the Badgers. It's been the offense. Uh, so I expect a slow tempo game from both teams here going under on the Tarps first half.
2: Vaughn, Villanova has been a tough team to figure out this year. Six and a half point favorites um, against Butler tonight. Butler off the game with Creighton. How do you see this one playing out?
1: Yeah, the, the winner of this game might be putting themselves in the tournament tonight and the other one on the bubble or the like first four out situation. So I'd probably say Butler has the edge right now since they beat Villanova early in the season, and I love win expectancy numbers because when you look at those, you can really tell if a team should have won or not. Villanova, with five minutes left in that game, had a win expectancy of 69.9%. All right, so 97% chance they were gonna win that game, and they lost in double overtime. Uh, this is a situation where they get revenge at home now against Butler. I do think they should cover the spread and win the game, but again, first half team totals have been my peanut butter and jelly this season. Uh, so I'm going under for the Bulldogs uh, at 31 and a half, which I feel like is too high because they played three straight games at home. Uh, Providence, Marquette, Cray, and those are three great opponents. So this is their first road game in two weeks. And for Villanova, they're coming off home games against Seton Hall and a road game against Georgetown. Not the worst opponents to be holding to 54 points apiece. So they played terrific defense. I expect they continue tonight in Philadelphia. So I'm going Butler, first half team total under. 31, I think the cats get the win though.
0: Vaughn, full disclosure, as we stay in the Big East, I I am a proud and loud Creighton University alumnus. And tonight,
1: the Jays
0: in the O, hosting the number one team in the land, unanimous number one Connecticut, Mm -hmm. who just put a pounding on the number four team in the country Marquette, Creighton at 15, I was kind of surprised when I saw the number UConn on the road laying three and a half. I thought it'd be bigger. Total 144 and a half. How do you handicap this game? Can the Jays keep it within, you know, a possession? Well, I mean, this
1: is the longest winning streak in the country. 14 straight wins for UConn. So at some point, you expect them to lose a game. And you look at the remaining schedule. After creating their back at home against Villanova and Seton Hall, then two road games at Marquette and Providence. Creighton or Marquette are probably the two games that give UConn the biggest chance of losing. So I wouldn't talk anyone off a flyer here on Creighton. I love the Blue Jays. I'm actually, Creighton and Florida were two of my sleeper teams entering this year, where I think they can make more deep March Madness runs. And I still believe that, but I'd be looking at UConn probably in the first half or a team total under on both of these teams in the first half. Because I think defensively, as much firepower as these two teams have, I think defensively, these teams are going to come out aggressive in the first half and try and get a lead on each other. And that starts with a defensive end, but Crane's going to be a team. I'll probably have some money on to go deeper in the tournament, but as tonight I'm going to pass and enjoy this fantastic game. Cause I think this could be the best game on the slate.
0: I'm, I'm with you, bud. I Another think I game I have a couple of cold ones and enjoy it myself. So I'm with you. <laughs> yeah.
2: Not a bad idea. Um, another game that might be a pass that I, I just wanted to talk to you because I think it's interesting. We have a Tennessee team who I feel like is like right on the cusp of, you know, possibly being able to get into the one of those top tiers. Um, they're laying 11 and points against Missouri, who's been an absolute train wreck, 12 straight losses. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter if they're home. They lose by margin at home all the time. Last game was close against Old Miss. How do you see this one playing out? Is there any value on the board, any way to attack it when you have such a good team like Tennessee playing a a team like Missouri who just seems like it might be over for them?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, the the good thing is they play similar tempos. I mean, they both like to play slower when uh, they're capable of that. Missouri, like you said, has been a train wreck last year and the year prior. They're a pretty fun team to bet, a pretty fun team to watch. This year they have not been that whatsoever. Um, But when I looked at the numbers, because I didn't necessarily want to bet this game, but I had to do my due diligence to see if anything stands out to me. I thought Tennessee's first half team total was very telling. Uh, all the markets are moving down from thirty and a half down to thirty-seven and a half and juicing the thirty-seven and a halfs. Not saying Missouri is going to cover this game full spread, but might be a chance that they come out excited to get one of the top ranked teams at home and then we have a few more home games left. Uh, so I could see Missouri giving them a lot of energy in the first half, being competitive here, but as far as full game, Missouri does not match up with Tennessee whatsoever. And when you look at the Vols, they can close games because they can knock down free throws uh, at, um, against subpar teams, which they've done this year. When they play better teams, they've kind of struggled, especially on the road. But uh, I don't have much faith in Missouri. So I'll be looking at fading Tennessee in the first half, and that's about it in this one.
0: Talking to Vaughn Dalzell from NBC Sports, betting analyst for them. Um, Baylor and BYU. Uh, big 12 action out in Provo. We saw some great Big 12 last night as Houston knocked off mm-hmm. Iowa State. Uh, and Baylor, 11th ranked against 25 BYU. And it's uh, BYU at home as the Faves laying four and a half uh, with a total of one sixty four and a half. and a half. So big number there. Mm-hmm. How, how do you, how do you yeah. approach that one?
1: I mean, BYU is definitely an explosive team. I love the additions to the Big 12 this year because it adds an extra flair to these teams going on the road. Like, we saw what it was like for Houston in their first road game at Iowa State, how hard it was for them to score in the first 5-10 minutes. And then Iowa State goes to Houston for the first time ever, and we see them struggle. And that was my best bet last night, the first half team total under for Iowa State. I think this game will be the opposite. There will be a lot more points being scored uh, in the first <laughs> half in full game between these two. Baylor has a good defensive team, but if they can play up-tempo, they're going to choose to do that. BYU is obviously coming off a game where they had 90 against UCF and they had 83 and a loss against Oklahoma State, a game where they went on the road there for the first time. But BYU is a very, very hostile environment. Uh, So I like the Cougars in this spot. I'd be willing to go to war on them full game here. This was two and a half or three when I saw it last night. Much more appealing than laying four and a half now in a conference game at home. But uh, as you guys probably know, uh, college basketball fluctuates so much on live betting with the spreads. You may be able to get BYU at a much better price in this game. So uh, I would be keen on that, but I think BYU is the right side tonight.
2: All right. It's almost March, which means it's almost time to start paying attention to Michigan State, right? Nine-and-a-half-point favorites tonight (laughs) uh, hosting Iowa. What are your thoughts on that one?
1: Yeah, this is probably a must-win game, too. Uh, for another Big Ten school, Michigan State's right there with Illinois as the number two. Uh, you guys probably saw Purdue lose on Sunday, that one sucked mm-hmm. entirely for someone who live bet Purdue. Uh, not a game <laughs> they should have lost, but don't worry, Minnesota they're at Minnesota next game. Ohio State 16 game losing streak, and they rush the court. As you guys know, that's an angle in sports betting, so we'll get our money back with Minnesota. But Iowa, Michigan State, man. Michigan State was a nine, eight and a half, nine point favor last night. It's moving out to 10. I saw a lot of spots. I think that they could pummel Iowa here. Michigan State has a really, really good defense at home. Uh, they've gone off to quick starts lately offensively, too. 39, 45, and 44 points in the first half against Michigan, Penn State, and Illinois. Uh, so on that three-game winning streak, there's been two games in particular I was watching. We're not going to count the Michigan game because that's a blowout. But they've averaged 1.2 points possession or 1.26. When you're playing Iowa and a team that likes running down, up and down the floor, that means you're probably going to be able to have your way offensively however you want. Uh, so I think Michigan State here is obviously a good bet at the 9.5 of the 10. If you have a team total odds, uh, I think the full game of about a wise why is a huge number. I think that's well within play here against Iowa, who allows about 78 to 81 on average every game. So uh, take the Spartans tonight. It's another must-win game for them as they continue to build their resume to try and be a top-16
0: team. In the eyes of the selection committee, Vaughn, one more game for me uh, out of a surprising conference this year, and that's the Mountain West. You know, they're they're thinking six teams oh. could go to to the dance yeah. uh, out of the Mountain West, and then this game has that narrative of the ranked team on the road against an unranked team, just like that Tennessee-Missouri mm-hmm. game. It's San Diego State who, of course, was in the title game last year, 19th in the country, going up against Utah State, and Utah State at home, laying two and a half to the Aztecs. What's what's, what's your side there?
1: Yeah, so I have two two, like tonight, and if I'm adding a third one, it would be this game. Uh, I like Utah State here, and they've lost three straight against San Diego State. I rewatched the game this morning from earlier in the season. Uh, San Diego State was hitting three-pointers, which is something they do not do very often especially on the road. They're, about, they're not a very good three-point shooting team in conference play. And for Utah State, that's really been their bread and butter. They're the fourth best three-point defense in the country. Uh, they're great at home as well, allowing about 29 to 30% from three. So I definitely think they'll tighten up in a lot of ways here. Utah State's also coming off a loss. And when they've been coming off a loss, they've been getting out the leads in the first half the following game. And I think that's very important here against the Aztecs. They have a very good home environment at Utah State. And for San Diego State, if I'm not mistaken, they just came off, yeah, they're coming off of two home games. Uh so this is their first road game in about eleven or twelve days. And they had an OT game on the road in their last time out. They've been a completely different team. Like Maryland, how Maryland's great at home, terrible on the road. San Diego State's been kind of the same situation this year. I believe they're two and eight against the spread, maybe two and six on the road. So I like Utah State on the money line. I think they can win this game outright. Mm-hmm. I did like San Diego State first half team total under, but the number moved off thirty three and a half. So uh, I'd be leaning with the Aggies. think it's a big game for them, and you're correct on the trend. Not as profitable as it was last year, the unranked home favorites against a, a ranked road dog, uh, but I think this one prevails today, and Utah State covers and wins.
2: Let's go to a late-night game, just in case the bets don't go our way. We like to have a winner in our pocket <laughs> for late at night. Uh, St. Mary's hosting San Francisco, laying six-and-a-half points. Any thoughts on side or total?
1: Got to say, this would probably be one game that I'm going to not play at all. Another game where St. Mary's, second longest winning streak in the country at 13. They got pretty much the conference locked up there. Uh, ran away with it, too, at that, uh, smacking on Gonzaga, uh, which, you know, I would have hope, higher hopes for the Bulldogs this year. And that's kind of been where I always look in that conference. So the fact that they have not been as good, I've kind of stayed away from this one in general. So. Uh, with that being said, I would look at fading the team with the second longest winning streak, but that would probably be a lunch money play.
0: Vaughn, bon, before we let you go, real, real quick here. Um, a- after last night, you see what Houston did to Iowa State. You know, UConn is mm-hmm. in its in its own stratosphere. Purdue, I think, is vulnerable. Are you liking Houston National Championship tournament now? Have they gotten closer to Purdue now uh, to possibly be somewhere where they could m- make a long run and win a national title in one minute here? Well,
1: Houston's above Purdue. They've been above Purdue the entire season. Uh, I don't think, I think it's been Purdue, or is Purdue the third or fourth best team in the country and can be considered a title championship contender. And they continue to prove to us in certain times that they can't be if they're not getting the calls down low. I think Houston and Yukon are head above hills, the two best teams in college basketball. But when you're looking at Purdue and Arizona, Tennessee, Auburn, all these teams are fantastic at home, but struggle on the road at times. So uh, I think the two best bets are clearly the Cougars and Huskies. Yeah, it's
0: Houston Cougars, man they, they 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 find a way, and you know they're the new guys, they're the new cats in the uh, in the Big Twelve, and they are definitely making some noise. That's Vaughn Dalzell, sports betting analyst for NBC Sports. Hit him up at VMoney Sports. Follow him, always good stuff. Thanks for hanging out with us, my friend. Appreciate you guys. Best of luck. Have a great day. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, one more needed playing UConn tonight. I'll tell you that as a as a Creighton Blue Jay <laughs> alumni there. Listen, just because, Mark, it's never too early. NFL MVP odds. Yes. Justin Field, new team, not following the Bears on IG. Can Lamar do it again? Who's the favorite? And what about AA Aron? You know that guy, right? We'll get into that next. It's BetQL Daily presented
2: by Medic.